Welcome to the podcast. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you're working on managing your sugar. I hope you're physically and mentally doing well and feeling well. Today, we are going to talk about relationships. Specifically, your relationship with sugar, but I want to, before we dive into that, I want to talk about relationships in general. So if somebody came up to you and said, hey, how is your relationship with your mom? Of course, everybody's going to have a different answer, but what I want you to know is that your relationship depends upon your thoughts of that person, not upon what they do. And I know you might be quick to disagree with that, but let me explain why. So people might um, say, no, if my husband brings me flowers or if he says I love you or he surprises me with this vacation or he does the dishes, I feel super connected to him. When he watches TV or when he goes out with the guys, I don't feel connected with him. Whatever he does totally determines the relationship. But the most empowering tool I can offer you is that it's actually your thoughts about what he does or what he says that gives you a feeling, an experience in a relationship. The state of a relationship is dependent on your thoughts of it. Or in other words, you, you experience a relationship the way that you think about it. So let's go through some examples. If my husband comes up to me and says, Rach, you look beautiful. I might totally agree with him. Be like, man, I really do look beautiful today. I'm rocking it. I am. I feel good. And I might say, thank you. That is so sweet. And I feel very connected and loving towards him because I have those thoughts that I agree and I have that validation of myself, right? Another time he could come up to me and say the exact same words, Rach, you look beautiful. And I might have the thought, whatever, I am the pits today. <laughs> like, I don't have it together. He's just saying that to be kind or he has to say that. He's my husband. And then I might feel very indifferent or annoyed or disconnected from the relationship. So whatever the other person in the relationship, whatever they say or do, doesn't have an effect on you until you have a thought about it. Does that make sense? Because in, in that scenario, he said the same thing, but depending on how I interpreted what he said is how I then feel. So it's always your thoughts that create your feelings. It doesn't make sense that we could force an emotion on each other. That doesn't make sense. We have to own our emotions, right? Feeling any kind of emotion is a choice. So another example, let's say one of my kids leaves what I would call a mess on the floor and I walk into the living room and see it and they're nowhere in sight. I might have the thought, what in the world? They know they're supposed to clean up after themselves. Why aren't they here? I am frustrated. I don't know why they would do this. Why are they hiding from me? And when I have those kind of thoughts, I'm going to, again, feel frustrated. I'm going to feel disconnected. I'm going to feel maybe even upset or annoyed or whatever it be. But if I walk into 
that same situation and I see a mess and I have the thought of, wow, look at the amazing toys I've been able to provide my kids. Wow, I'm so glad they were playing with their toys instead of watching TV. Huh, I wonder why they ran off without cleaning up. Then I'm going to be filled with maybe gratitude or curiosity, connection, abundance, so many different things. I'm going to have a completely different experience in my relationship with that child based on what I'm thinking. So it's a really, really important distinction to make there that your thoughts create your feelings. So whatever you're feeling in your relationship is very telling of where your thoughts are. What the other person does or says or what they don't do is interpreted by your thoughts. So think on that for a bit. Now, relationships in general can, I mean, relationships with other people, be it a, a teacher, a coworker, your spouse, your children, a, a community, a, you know, a, a neighbor, a community friend, a church friend, whatever. Those, um, that goes two ways, right? There's a dynamic there because there's what you're thinking about, your thoughts about them and then their thoughts about you and whatnot. Now, when it comes to other things, it's very one-sided. So let's talk about relationships with sugar, with exercise, a relationship with your home, with social media, things like that. Do you realize that you have a relationship with those things? You very much have thoughts about those things and therefore you have a relationship with them. Now, it's very one-sided because sugar doesn't care about you. It has no feeling. It is just a thing. It has, it has no way to produce any kind of thought or emotion. It is just there. And yet, isn't that fascinating, though, that we put so much emotion and thought and action into something that can't give anything back? Your relationship with sugar is your thoughts of it. So let's think about, okay, so let's think about that relationship with sugar. Are you even aware of what you think of with sugar? What kind of relationship do you have? Is it something that promotes motivation and goodness and inspiration for you? You get to create any kind of relationship you want with it because this is a one-sided deal. You get to make all the calls, all the shots in this relationship. And you get to feel however you want about it based on your thoughts. Have you created a rela- a relationship with sugar that is toxic, that is very dependent, that is very urgent, that is very needy? Or have you created a relationship with sugar that is nourished, that is <clears throat> maybe it's non-existent for you? Maybe it's just a really distant relationship. Maybe it's a really healthy one. What kind of relationship do you have? That's something to think about. And if you're like, well, I'm not really sure, just start writing down your thoughts about sugar. I know that sounds a little odd, but it will it 
Your thoughts are very telling. So write down your thoughts and then just take a look at them. And then you'll be able to say, oh, okay, my thoughts are showing me that this is my relationship with sugar. It's a really cool um, first step of awareness. So if you find that you want to change your relationship with sugar, just like as if you were maybe changing your relationship with a friend, if you're like, I don't feel like this is a very healthy relationship. I kind of want a new dynamic. I I want to change it. We need to take some steps, right? First of all, we're going to have to start creating some new thoughts, some new beliefs about this thing. If I am changing, when I changed my relationship with my house, which I really did like, oh man, it's been a long time, like 10 years ago. I went from collecting and having everything to wanting to get rid of everything, but in order to make that relationship change with my house where I didn't want it filled with so much stuff, I had to change my thoughts. I had to change my beliefs about what I wanted my house to look like instead of, yes, I want to have everything. I'm, I'm just taking what I can. It was like, no, I actually don't need that. Do you realize that's just a thought? Thoughts of, I don't need that. I don't have to have this stuff. This, this is all just stuff and I don't need it in my life. I changed my thoughts. And as I changed my thoughts, I took this action to get rid of a lot in my house. And I feel like <laughs> some people disagree when they come to my house. I feel like I'm on the verge of minimalism though. Like I just don't keep a lot of stuff and I love that. I would love the relationship I have with my home, but I've changed my thoughts about it. So if you want to change your relationship with sugar, You've got to start changing your thoughts now. It's not going to come easy because the thoughts that you currently have about sugar are probably very ingrained. You've practiced them over and over and over, maybe without even realizing it. So it's going to take some time. It's going to take some repetition. It's going to take some real um, conscious effort of figuring out what you want that relationship with sugar to be and practicing these new thoughts till they are believable. So think about a relationship in general, though. If a good relationship is what to you, and that may, that may be something you want to write down, too. For me, a good relationship is nurtured. I take care of my relationships. I check in with myself. Hey, how am I doing? What are my thoughts about this person? How do I want to feel about this person? I want to show up in love. I want to show up this way. What do I need to be thinking so I can show up that way? I reevaluate. I set boundaries when necessary, when needed. So if you, with your relationship with sugar, think about that. Are you nurturing your relationship with sugar? Are you taking care of that? Are you checking in with yourself and your relationship with sugar? Hey, are we? am I where I want to be with this relationship? How am I doing? In what ways could I maybe do better? How can I strengthen this relationship? Are you reevaluating? Maybe you look at it um, like post day and be like, okay, let's see how this day went. Oh, maybe this is how I can show up better tomorrow. Reevaluating and checking in with yourself is so good. That is how you nurture the relationship. Think about how much your marriage or your relationship with your kids or your sister or your uncle or your grandparents, your parents, whoever, your students, how well it goes when you reevaluate, when you check in with yourself with and with them. 
How great if you were to set boundaries. Thinking about think about setting boundaries with people, how much that can protect you and the other person to set boundaries. What about you and sugar? What if you set boundaries with sugar? Like, hey, look, I really I really enjoy sugar. This is my boundary. This is where I'm willing to go with it. Because the truth is sugar can't give you anything back. It can give you a short amount of pleasure. That's about it. But in the longer term, long haul, it's actually really detrimental to your health if you don't set boundaries, if you don't nurture this relationship, if you don't reevaluate it. So spending so much energy and thought and emotion on a relationship that is toxic, that has no boundaries, that you're just letting run your life and you have no, you're not letting yourself have any say on it, it's not helping you at all. It's a very, that's, that's not a good relationship. If you, if the sugar was an actual human being, you would probably say, see you later to that relationship. You probably wouldn't stay in it. So think about that with sugar. How can you nurture it? How can you check in with yourself? Um, I have a few podcasts ago. I don't remember which one it was. I don't have very many out yet. So it won't be hard to find. I talked about productive questions. Ask yourself productive questions to creating a nurturing, healthy, good relationship with sugar. Relationships are amazing, whether it's with another person or with something. Check in with your relationship with social media, with exercise, with your house, with, I don't know. You, I mean, you name it, doing some specific, maybe household chores, maybe it's your job. Could that relationship improve a little bit? Where is there room for improvement? Where is there room to create some fun, some creativity in it? How could you help yourself out by improving and nurturing those relationships? And then, of course, your relationships with other people. But remember, your relationship with sugar is where it's at because of your thoughts of it. Your thoughts create your feelings and then your feelings drive your actions. So you have a thought then you have a feeling toward relationship, toward sugar. <laughs> Probably a lot of desire um, is a common feeling for sugar, right? We desire it a lot. And so then you take the action of, well, I desire sugar. So I'm going to ha- take this action of eating it, of consuming it. But check in with yourself. How can you maybe create a different feeling? How can you maybe look at sugar in a different way that helps you get more of a balance in your life? Set more boundaries if you need to. I hope you'll take time to think about this. Relationships are amazing. I could spend so much time talking about this, but I hope this gives you something to think about, something to maybe ponder, write down if you can. Um, And I hope you'll work to improve your relationship with sugar. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.